All right. This is it, man. Here we this go. The very first podcast. My name is Sam Loomis. Uh, or you call me Severio. Severio. Uh, Eddie Palmer, EJ Jensen, Elite EJ Jensen. We are here on behalf of Northern Lights Wrestling. Um, just everyday life. We're kind of trying to expand a little bit. Reach out to ourselves more than anything. But... Uh, Anybody we can, really. We just want to kind of see where this goes. Uh, we've known each other for 20 plus years. We met in third grade. Yeah. And decided that, um, what, it was two years ago we started this wrestling company? Two years ago. Uh, I mean... May, two years ago? May 9th, 2015. Sounds about right. That was I'll the first show ever. Northern Lights Wrestling, May 9th, 2015, and here we are. We got another show coming up here in uh, about a week and a half, September 23rd, 2017. Never had imagined it would go this far. Dude, going into that interview, or that meeting at the park... <laughs> We're gonna go there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's where it all started. <laughs> We came all prepared with a laptop showing it, wanting to show them, and it was way easier than we thought it would ever be. Oh, man. It, it was already laid out, though. Like I mean, they knew what they were getting into. We, we knew what we wanted to give them, and it's all working. But, like, I had no idea what was going to happen. I, I was more prepared for us to have to lay out a spiel and to get them to want it. But them, basically just ready to go, ready to work together on everything. Dude, they wanted it. Dude, it was so relieving. I was so wound up for that thing. Dude, going uh, into it, I was I was really nervous. <laughs> we brought DVDs, we had the laptop, we had... We were ready to show them footage of yeah. all the wrestling and what to expect and this and that. And then two years later, we're breaking their chairs and breaking oh their tables. God, Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, I think we broke... See, let's talk about what we're breaking. What about all the good things we're doing? Concessions makes good money. It's entertaining. Uh, the the family loves it. Uh, the, the park district is so on board with all of it. It's so exciting. Just to watch the crowd and see the park. and they, They're calling me right now. They won't leave me alone. They need more dates. We're signed through December, and they need more. More dates? They need more. They need to finish out their uh, winter calendar. So they want me at least to sign in through March, uh, depending on what we're going to do. See, it's so cool how on board and how involved they are with it to reach Dude, out to absolutely us everything. for and shows. Then, big shout out to Aaron. Uh, he is he is the one who really pulled this all together. He's the one who made sure that that meeting went Thanks, Aaron. Off, to, off to a great start. Uh, he... I think he had it lined up before we even got in there. They knew what they wanted. They knew what they were getting into. They were ready for dates. We did, we, we got in there and they were ready. Aaron played a big part in getting that ready, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he plays a big part in making sure all the shows go off well. He's he's a, he's our sound guy. <laughs> he's the maintenance guy. He's the he, janitor. He can't get enough credit. He's always busy during the shows and he still finds time to cheer. Like it, It's just amazing. He's always putting everybody over. He always tells us what's good, what's bad. Like he, he's just one of those good people to have around. 
we're going to have him doing this here with us too. Uh, hopefully within the next couple, I, I do want to get at least a few down. He to is see a what riot. We're get into. And fun to talk to. Those conversations are going to get brutal. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be a lot of fun though. Uh, what else are we going to do? What are we? What are you into right now, Sam? You just recently started doing this thing. What are you doing? What thing? I've, dude, I've been all over the place doing a bunch of different things. I've been experiencing new things, fucking putting my, myself into positions. Uh, let's talk more like, uh, like do, let's do the 5Ks for right now. You've been trying to get more into those. We did the Warrior Dash. I did two 5Ks this year so far. I did the Bears 5K, which... I'm not going to lie. Got there a little late. Go ahead and tell that story. That's a good one. Got there... I don't remember what time the run was. I want to say, let's just say for story's sake, the race was at 9 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. We got there at like 9.15. No, it was like 9.15, if not later. By the time we got on the course, while we, we were at the starting line, and they were telling us that we couldn't run it, there was this guy that was there. And he had the, I don't know what she was, the volunteer who was the overseer of the race, just like guarding the starting line. She wouldn't let us run because we were late. So this guy was getting all frantic and all worked up, and he had her totally distracted. She was focused on him and not focused on the other five or six of us that were there. And uh, he had this great idea that I ended up going with. It was uh, to just, he, he knew where the race was going to end or where the people were. So we kind of just hopped on course. And it turned out to be the last, like, .4 miles of the race. Now, I mean, my big thing is I wanted to run onto Soldier Field. I thought that would be a really cool experience. And I definitely got to achieve it. I definitely got to run through the bear entrance, like a player on like the they field. Do for the play- yeah, that's so cool. I'm jealous of it. <laughs> so, I ended up finishing that 5K in, like, record time. Uh, in my age group or category, I probably placed, like, 25th, which <laughs> shouldn't have happened because I was not winded. I kind of felt bad for those people who ran past me. They ran past me, and here I After am. After running the whole thing. <laughs> That's sweating. But, I kind of felt a little <laughs> bad about it, but I accomplished what I set out to accomplish, and that was running on the field. Also, though, I mean, let's not take away from you at all. You're you're not someone who is out trying to run a bunch of five Ks. You're not someone who is signing up for these things before. Well, and I'm not you, trying to not run five Ks either. But sometimes it just happens. Like for example. Well, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying... Like, warrior like, Dash. The Warrior Dash is fun, though. Very first like, Warrior Dash. Dude, what that happened with awesome. that? Come on, you can tell that story, because you were the one that was all riled up about <laughs> that one. I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, so, so what, what year is that? Oh, probably 2015. It had to have been... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2015, big year for us, right? First ever Warrior Dash. Um... Everything's completely flooded. There was big storms that year. Uh, there was, they they were trying to close the course. There was another storm coming in. There's I don't know. There was what like, 
seven, eight, twelve of us maybe. Oh, there was well, yeah, we'll go multiple, high number twelve. There was multiple number, like there was double so, digit numbers of people. This wanting group to race was, it. and and they're, they're telling us that we can't run, and they had literally just sent this group out. I would like to point out too that we weren't late to this one. We were on time. But they wouldn't let us run it because there was a really nasty storm headed that way. and Supposed uh, nasty storm. And it definitely was. It definitely was a nasty <laughs> so, storm. So, we decided that we were just going to run it anyway. They, I, you know, can't stop us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't. So, however many of us, up to 12, just took off running. Right through the starting line, just right down it. Um... By what, the second obstacle? Maybe Not even a mile? Maybe a mile? I think we only got to do like one, maybe two obstacles before they were like literally standing in front of the obstacles telling us, no, just follow everybody out of this place. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's time to go. The, well, that's when the uh, supposed storm turned into a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> you could see the clouds coming in and it was pretty bad and then uh i remember walking through the creek that was the worst part we got this mad storm coming in and everybody's walking through a creek <laughs> lightning oh and then when the rain hit that was the worst though because it rained so hard that it hurt it like was walking back to coming the car. down it was it was like uh Pretty close to hailing that day. There was we didn't I have very, showers to clean off in, and I didn't have any mud on me. I very distinctly <laughs> remember there being a funnel cloud above us when we were all trying to run back to the car. We lost half of our group somewhere. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they were gone. <laughs> I was more concerned about time. being as dry as I could by the time I got to my car, but that never happened. No, no, I no, was that, drenched. Once the rain hit, it was just over. It, it, there it, was nothing you can do. It it was torrential downpour. It was it was awesome. It was so bad. Uh, we did not finish the race. We got to go through the fit starting line or the finish line and got the medals because there was nobody there to stop us. Because as soon they as handed the, me a medal, as soon as the rain hit, it was over. They handed me a medal. They were gone. I was. I finished before the rain really started coming down. I was pretty close to getting to my car before it started raining. By the time it started raining, it was too late. No, I was right <laughs> behind you at the thing, but at the start. But when we got toward the finish, I got stuck on that mud hill. Yeah, because you you're trying to do obstacles. I, I found two pairs of sunglasses that year. Yeah, you did. I was I was trying to do all the obstacles. I still got at least one pair that I know of. I was such a bitch. They're all scratched up, though. They're only good for when I go out kayaking, that if I lose them, I lose them. It doesn't matter. They're disposable <laughs> glasses at this point. <laughs> I lost one pair of kayaking. The only time I ever went kayaking, flipped that son of a bitch. Yeah, and that ah! was, that was uh, my warrior dash pair of glasses that, was that you lost. That was the green ones. I'm yeah. trying to be a nice guy, and here you are trying oh, to be funny. Oh, they're fucking free. Yeah, free but cool. They have <laughs> sentimental value. No, they did You got them from the green earth people. Fuck them. I mean, not the green earth people, but the people with the glasses. <laughs> See, this is... This Fuck is them we, glasses, huh? Yeah, this is why we can't do that. Fuck them glasses. You're going to get me in trouble with the green earth people and shit. Well, choose your words wisely, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, 
you've definitely been getting a lot more into like the inspirational shit, a lot more into the running and stuff. Uh, it's kind of motivating. It's kind of brutal on me though, because the workouts that I like to do are not the running that you like to do. But I do like having a partner. So <laughs> I've been running last three nights. Dude, my calves have been hurting, too. Well, let's not talk about just the last three nights. I mean, we could talk about the last few weeks, even. You've been kayaking, oh, uh, running. I love kayaking. You've been just out doing it. You've been figuring it out. Getting sunburnt, because I hardly ever go outside. Yeah, because you're dumb. Probably be smart Don't to wear, wear some them. sunscreen. <laughs> Don't wear no sunscreen. How are you going to tan wearing sunscreen? How are you going to keep your skin healthy not wearing it? Hey, all right. It's kind of fun to peel <laughs> off the dead skin. That's so gross. Goldfinger or what? A gold member, whatever that guy is. Can you say that? What? Can you do that? <laughs> Are they gonna come at us? Gold. I like well, gold. I didn't, I didn't say it that way. <laughs> but that's what's happening. <laughs> I don't you care. <laughs> that movie's old as fuck. Uh, I would even watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> The better movie with people playing themselves was, or uh, not themselves, but uh, multiple people was, uh, who's it, uh, Nutty Professor, that was funny. You're going way off topic, you were talking about ins- inspirational, and now you're talking about the Nutty Professor. Hey, you're the one who started this nonsense. You're the one we, that went we, into we, it. We can get mad around here, you want to talk about Game of Thrones too? What's up I everybody? I no Game of whoa, Thrones. Whoa. <laughs> I am not, I have not seen Game of Thrones. We gonna get him to watch it. He gonna love I'm it. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't got time it. for that, dude. I got other stuff to do. I don't even. I used to play video games all the time, it's like religiously hour. for it's hours. What's an and, hour? Oh, well, yeah, you definitely did that. And that's not I have good. not played video games. Like I can't sit there and play video games anymore. I feel like I have to go and do something. I know. Video games don't make you better. I mean, sometimes. I mean, hand and eye coordination, but well, no. I mean, I mean, just like. I, the folks kick your they, ass they in allow any video you to, game. You can't say video games don't like make you better. Like they they definitely allow you to like get out of it. Like just let go for a little bit. There's definitely a benefit to people That's why playing I go kayaking. Uh, not everybody's like going crazy about kayaking or running or anything like that. Like there's so many other things to do as far as adventures go. Like I want to get you to come out to the state park with me or uh, do a little bit of cliff climbing. It's not real cliffs. It's just a little bit of an upgrade. You get to walk up it, but it's a lot of fun. It's a good workout. Get some nice sights out of it. Uh, go back out to that one park and explore more. Like There's things like that. Uh, all sorts of different types of things in nature. You can't just hate on certain things and focus on your kayaking. <laughs> That's a great escape. Get well, no, I'm not. Nature. Like, for you, yeah. I what fish, about other too, people? while I'm kayaking. We're, we're reaching out to some other people here, too, man. you gotta, you got to think about that. I uh, actually... Um, the other day, I was talking to my uncle. He came out to visit me from uh, Missouri. I mean, he had came out here for other things, but he uh, found some time to come stop out by me, and uh, we talked for a little bit. And um, he was uh, telling me anytime I want, I can come stay out by him. He's got like three, four bedrooms that are unoccupied. I could bring my kayak. He's got some nice places where he can go, ki- where I can go kayaking at. And uh, he's got another kayak out there, too, so that'd be a great just escape for the weekend. Maybe take a couple days off of work, go out there. It'd be nice. It's something different. I'm used to kayaking out here where the lakes are a little more bigger. This is more like 
I mean, I'd go out to the Kankakee River and go kayaking. Well, I told you I got some creeks I want you to check out out here, too. I mean, I've been kayaking on a creek. I can tell you a story about the first and last time I went kayaking on a creek. <laughs> I felt like the Blair Witch Project. I didn't know where I was. Oh, well, that's the fun of it, man. You're like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time, though. I mean, when we went out there, we, we parked down the, down the creek, and uh, we got ported up the creek and uh, me and my sister went out and uh, <clears throat> she didn't know this at the time but I had seen it on my way back up to the creek there was a tree that was across the whole creek now uh, you couldn't there you couldn't go around it I mean it was it was impossible to really just go through it and uh, so I didn't tell her about it because I know she would be turned off and then start, her anxiety would kick in and she would have second thoughts about going. So I didn't tell her and uh, it was a nice little creek. I mean, every once in a while you wouldn't see it, but you would hear like water like falling or rushing. Like it would sound like a rush of water, like kind of like a waterfall, but it just got to the point where it was just so, so shallow that you the the water going through the rocks just was noisy it was just real noisy it probably would have been the best idea to get out of the kayak and to walk it through that but we just said fuck it and tried to just kayak through the whole thing when we got up to the tree and she thought she was like how are we going to get past this this is impossible <laughs> i was like don't worry we'll get past it we <clears throat> got up next to it, I got out of the kayak, and I drug mine across, or well, I helped her drag hers across after I had got out of my kayak, I helped her get out of hers onto the tree, and uh, we got her kayak out of the uh, out and over the tree onto the other side, when I turned around to get my kayak, it had gone to shore, so I had to walk down this tree, get my kayak, bring it back to the middle, and get it up over this tree, but I mean, once we did that, it was pretty pretty nice and and fine after that. There were no more trees. Then she was all worried that there'd be more or what else is gonna be around every bend, every turn. It's kind of just <laughs> it makes it's it unexpected. Fun, it's though. unexpected, and yes, it's fun. It makes you kind of it's like an adrenaline rush of something. It's it's just the fear of the unknown. You don't know what's around the next turn. So we're out there. And it's all right, you know, it's not too bad. And uh, she's got a littler kayak than I do. She's got a nine and a half foot. Mine's a 12 foot. So it's a little bit harder to navigate in between the shallow, where it gets shallow. Yeah. And uh, we came up to this one spot that the middle was pretty, it was an island. The only way around was to the right. But there was a tree that would uh, scratch the hell out of us if we tried to go that way. It, it would have been hell. And on the, the other side, there was uh, one stone, like, right in the middle that was just, like, trapping water. And uh, she ended up going first and made it through. So that built my confidence up that I can get through this, too. But what I wasn't taking into consideration is how long my kayak was. When I, when I started going, it's, it turned my kayak and kind of just stuck me on that rock. Now, I was leaning away from the, which way the water was flowing 
because it was going to fill up my kayak. I didn't have any really shit for gear on it. I didn't have anything on it. So I sat there for, it probably felt like five minutes, but actually was probably like 10, 15 seconds. That's crazy how time works like that. And I I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go with the water, let it, let it just submerge my kayak. I mean, it wasn't deep. So the water got into my kayak and filled that thing up. I, uh, it, it wasn't that bad. I just drug it onto that island in the middle. And, uh, I think I lost my plug, my drain plug somewhere out there. <laughs> Cause I didn't have it anymore after that. And I don't know what happened to it, but that wasn't even the worst of that trip. Cause, uh, after that happened, we got back on the water and we started noticing some dark, dark clouds rolling in. This is this was like Warrior Dash all over again. <laughs> but you're out on the water. Right, that's the, that's the worst. So, we're continuing on to where we have to go, and I'm worried that we're going to miss it, uh, miss where we had to get off to get out of the creek, and we were going to go to the Kankakee River, and then from there... Who knows how when we when we would have got off the Kankakee River and how far we'd have to walk the kayaks back to the car, so I was kind of nervous about that before this whole storm came in and it was really na- it was downpour it was an absolute downpour there was lightning and thunder and at one point there was lightning too you guys were on the water fuck and yeah. and that wasn't even the scariest you part caught my ass standing on the shore like uh uh-uh. no the scariest part was. <laughs> When that lightning came rolling in, we were under power lines for a good, like, like 100 yards of just power lines we were under when this lightning was uh, coming in and hitting and stuff. And so that was pretty, that, that di- that'll disorient you. That'll make you not sure where you're supposed to get off the water. You won't know. There was a point we got off and uh, my, my kayak started filling up with water because, I mean, it's rain. So we got off and drained the kayak, and I was worried that we went too far, but my sister was sure that we hadn't got there yet, that we're fine and keep going, Yeah. but she let me convince her that we probably may have passed it. Well, that's what, yeah, you guys are getting each other's heads out there like that. You can't be freaking out, man. But I mean... that confidence. So I emptied my kayak, had a little bit of water, you know, it was, I don't know, maybe a couple gallons of water in my kayak... From the rain. I uh, emptied that out. We got back out on the water. A couple gallons from rain is a lot. It is. But I mean, I got a big port on that kayak. It's a big opening. So it collects water. And me being soaked, I mean, it just, it was all over the place. So uh, we got back out there. And we just kept going. And eventually we did. We found where we were supposed to have gotten off. We got off the water. And the, the rain had cleared, and, uh, yeah, that was pretty much a real fun, uh, exciting adventure. I mean, it's not, I, it was the first time I went out on a creek, but I know it's not going to be the last time I have a crazy adventure when I'm out on that kayak. Let's hope not, at least, right? Come on. Gotta um, keep it fun. So what about this, uh, recent weight loss, uh, 40 pounds? Yeah, that was kind of impressive. Uh, I still don't know how I did it, (laughs) 
just the maintaining of the food. I mean, that speaks volumes for the diet type of thing. Uh, you might not have maybe the best diet. I don't really know what you're eating. But, Dude, I mean, but maintaining decent. yourself, like the, the, the time-restricted eating, I know you started with that. Intermittent fasting, thanks. Shout out to Joe uh, Rogan for that one. It's not uh, fast. It's not the it's fasting like, process. It, it's actually called time-restricted eating. Oh, that, you call it whatever you want. Well, intermittent I, fasting. I want to call it the proper thing because if you try to call it like that, intermittent fasting, people are going to think you're not eating for like a day. And then they'll be like, well, you didn't do it right. Like, I don't want people to be all confused. I just heard a story about some guy who didn't eat food for 360 something days. Yeah, that guy days. was also like 600 pounds, 500 and Yeah, and pounds. he was also taking he lost vitamins <laughs> and supplements. He, he got down to like 240. He was being watched by doctors. It, yeah. was, it was all a perfectly fine process. His body was not under anything it shouldn't have been. And the most interesting part about that whole thing is how his skin wasn't all baggy. Right, 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 right. It kind of just, his body just formed back to a smaller him. That's so gross. <laughs> I, I can't say anything, though. Anyway, about your 40 pounds. Yeah. I, uh, I weighed sure. 215 pounds. And right now, I'm in between, like, 173, 175. So, I mean, that was a great accomplishment for me. And I want to keep it there. And uh, not get back up to what I was. Definitely See, I not. think you need to do more strength training than what you're doing with the running. Because when you do too much cardio, then you'll lose a lot of your muscle mass. Yeah. So you got to be careful with that. You make sure you do that lifting. I know. That's what I try to get you to do with me. Well, it's hard to get you to do anything. Oh, yeah. So hard. Hey, let's do something. All right, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, I don't want to go running tomorrow. <laughs> I said, let's not go running tomorrow. Let's do lifting. And guess who went running? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't do... Yesterday, I did 3.2 miles. I wanted to hit a 5K and time myself and kind of get an idea of, you know, what I got going on. And uh, today, I just wanted to do... You know, yeah, one four is tough, man. It is. I mean, there's a lot of ups and downs, and it's, you know, living in Illinois, you don't get very many hills. You don't get very many. Like it's it's flat. That was like Aaron trying to ask about the hills when we we were when I was talking about them. Because they're not hills. Big. It's like well, there's there's hills. Well, right when you're there, running man. them, when you're running them, it's totally different. I mean, this isn't no mountain running. It's not mountain running, but it get definitely the fucking legs burning. Definitely works them legs. It's not a straight line. It's what, that's what I like about it. It, it. it gives you the difference in the course. The one so thing, then you though, get variety. The one thing I'm always worried about is getting hit by a car. Out there? <laughs> Out there. There's oh, a lot of... It's supposed to be coming from behind you, so you're all right. And they're supposed to be only going about 10 miles an hour. Right. And and how much them. does that work? <laughs> should be out, should be able to outrun them. <laughs> what else do I got going on? I uh, actually... This is something new for me. I decided I would try it, running this 5K, and my body is feeling a little, like, uh, a little sore. A little, uh, you know, not how it should feel. But uh, I actually booked a float tank for this Friday at uh, 8 p.m. I'll be doing uh, one of them uh, deprivation tanks, sensory deprivation tanks. 
That's so, the one where you get locked in the float tank, right? Yeah. You're just there. For an hour, I guess. Oh, my uh, God. It's, uh... No way. I got to be there 15 minutes early. Uh, they have showers, uh, shampoo, conditioner. I mean, you pretty much go, take a shower, and then hop in this float tank for mm-hmm. an hour. And uh, I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, I mean, you're... You're not agreeing here. What's uh? What is, what's your <laughs> thoughts on this? Uh, you're not gonna lock me anywhere for an hour. <laughs> just let your mind wander and pure float. Like pure, you're just floating. No, no, it's weightless. No, no, you're not just floating. You're locked in a thing with no sound. Yeah, you're all right. Even better, you're locked in a thing with just you. No like, sound. I, no visual eye. You can't see stuff to make your brain start thinking about it. No, your brain's already going to be thinking about everything. That's the problem. Like, you're, you're, you're locked with yourself, but not, like, I, 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 now I'm starting to sound like I'm afraid to be with my own thoughts. I'm, I'm, I'm all alone all the time. Oh, but, yeah, for you, those of you who don't know, this is Eddie Palmer. He's a complete bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the experience. It's It's... I want to know. I, I mean, get like it. I you've get been it. by yourself before, but there's always been that noise, and your mind is always, you know, is is thinking. You're always like worried about something, or or there's something that that you you just can't See, that, get off your that, mind. I can't do that. I can't. I can't be alone like that. I need to. I, like, give me a waterproof notebook, <laughs> a fucking flashlight, so I can write this shit down. Like. It's gonna uh, it's gonna be a very brain. interesting experience. I'm definitely definitely excited for it. Like you might work that way. I don't <laughs> I don't work that way. You you can't lock me in anywhere. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to focus. I'm not gonna be able to like, get anywhere. Like even even when I'm that's the point. Just by myself, like even like I've tried meditating and I can't meditate. Meditation just doesn't like. Like because the, you're the, allowed the, to open the, your the eyes, you're, you're allowed well, to no, hear no, things. Well, no, 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 I've done the process, I've been through it all, it just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't give me that feeling that I think it does everybody else. What gives me that feeling is my creativity. Like, even if it's just reading the book, but like reading, writing, like if I can get here, get lost in here, and then I can put that somewhere, then I'm golden and I feel amazing and like I see the world as... A, as like a different entity, which is why I smoke weed, because it it allows me to get into that mindset to where I can be calm. Because I'm I'm obviously like a super frantic person. Like the, my brain doesn't slow down. That's why I can't go into one of those things. It's it's just gonna go, shh, and then I'll come out of there an hour later. Go, well, that didn't fucking do nothing. That's the point, though. <laughs> is your mind? You just let your mind go, like. It, it's it, it it would work if you put it to its actual purpose. Like when you're always doing something alone, you you can see. I mean, like you have visuals. Your brain can like start thinking about the things you're seeing. It you hear like background white noise. Like even these tanks. I mean, like if you are a complete bitch, you can turn on an LED light. I don't need a light. It's not the light. I'm not scared of the dark. Well, you're scared of being alone. No, I'm not. I'm alone all the time. So you're scared of your mind. You're scared of something. Um, yeah, my mind. Come do the float tank with me. My mind not being able to just, like, go. I think there's, uh... 
You're not getting. I think there's this two. Thing. There's two more tanks available for Friday. I'm sure there are. <laughs> it's gonna be a rush. It's definitely gonna be something I've never uh, done before. I I, I don't want to say it wouldn't help me, but like like I said, the way my mind works is I need to be able to put that to something. You will be. You'll be putting it to experiences in life. I'll be putting it to me being locked in a fucking cage. You're not locked. You can get out whenever you want. <laughs> no, I have an hour time limit. And one of the coolest... That's, do you know how I work? <laughs> one of the coolest things about it, too, is the amount of Epsom salt. So I'm going to be getting high doses of magnesium while I'm in there, which is going to be great for my body. So it's like the dude, mind, I'm not body, the and spirit, dude. I'm not denying the benefits. I'm just saying, for me, it sounds like torture. It's not torture unless you, you, are, you are convincing yourself that it is torture, so that's all you see it as, is yeah. torture. If you would just go and do it... What? If you would just go and do it, you would find that it, it could benefit you. I, I didn't... I don't want to say it wouldn't benefit me. I just don't think it'll do for me what it does for... That's the problem with everybody, people. is they stop doing... They, they they limit themselves of what they can do because of what they feel they can't do. And yeah, that's exactly what you're doing right now. I didn't think I can't. I know I can go sit in this thing and I know well, I anybody can. anybody can do it. Anybody <laughs> can go skydiving. But, like, can you? Will you? Will your mind let you? Yeah. Will your body let you? And you're telling me pretty much that it's not your gonna mind isn't going to let my you. Mind. It, no, my, it's not going to do anything for my brain. My brain's just going to be in there like, all right. You can't say like, that without here's, ever, ex- here's, without here's ever experiencing it. 8,000 thoughts that you're never going to remember. Congratulations for not having a paper in front of you. <laughs> but you don't have a paper in front of you right now. I mean, we, you're recording yourself. Exactly. Or... <laughs> and I'm not alone. Sometimes you gotta when, just... When I'm not alone, I, I get a little bit more crazy, so my thoughts probably aren't as pure so i need to sometimes you just have to put down the paper put down the pen and just let your mind wander never put it down you have to otherwise you're just stressing yourself out because you feel like you have to have something in front of you to 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 um write down to to just to focus yeah but i mean you don't need to to do that well yeah but think about how many like awesome thoughts that I would have in this fucking tank, right, for an hour, okay? But, I mean, how do you know they would be awesome thoughts? I mean, how do you know that you're not going to remember awesome. those thoughts when you get out of the tank? No, that's stupid. Not what you said, what I said. Uh, I, 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 I probably will remember some. I'm not saying I'm not going to remember any of them. Let me tell you <laughs> my biggest fear about this whole float tank thing. And what is there to be afraid of? My fear is I'm gonna fall asleep and wake up an hour. No, I'm not gonna. I don't feel like I'm gonna drown. Okay. Because I mean, it's there's so much of that salt that it's it's super buoyant. I'm not gonna worry about drowning. (laughs) It's not gonna keep your fucking head above water. Yes, it will. It definitely will. I I fear that I'm gonna fall asleep and be in there like past clothes. They're gonna leave you in there. They're going to leave me in there. They're going to be like, I'm not going to go wake up that naked guy up in that float tank. Because <laughs> you do. You float around butt-ass naked. Wait, you don't wear underwear? Nope, you don't wear shit. You go in there butt-naked and float around. Why do you want to float in other people's ass juice? See, you, now you just talked me out of it because of that. Dude, they clean it, first of all. How do you second of water? All, second of all, you have to wash yourself before... Oh, I trust how well you bathe every other fucking week. Every nooks and crannies. Hey... 
Hey, I do not <laughs> bathe every week. Well, not anymore now that you're like running and shit. I hope not. Well, no, I shower regularly. You can't shower too regularly. The fuck is regularly? Every day. All right, Kenny, lie to me again. You gotta smell your drawers, and if they smell Whoa! dirty, <laughs> if they smell dirty, it's I time do the to smell bathe. test. I do the smell test, but not on drawers. Ain't no way you're getting me to do that shit on no underwear. <laughs> Ain't no way. Speaking of underwear, you got those me undies, don't you? Well, are we sponsored by them? No, I just want to know if they work. I hear people what do you want to know? Them. I've heard I've heard at least seven people talking about them now. So I want to know seven people. Yeah. You know that many people who have me <laughs> tried me undies? Yes, dude, it's weird. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Do all of you guys know Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this guy's making money. <laughs> me and another person I know has it. Who I I do want to maybe get on that subscription because they are in really nice underwear. I'll tell you that for sure. Well, like, I got a problem with underwear and... What, like, like breathability, really. These, you don't even know you're wearing underwear. See, that's what I like, because I don't. <laughs> you don't wear underwear? Not a lot, no, because they piss me off. I just don't They're like... They're fucking dumb. I don't like when they start bunching up. Especially when you got, like, basketball shorts on. And you gotta pull them down, because they bunch up. For? Like, fuck that. Unless I'm, like, doing a sport, then I'll wear underwear. See, the one thing, though, about my pair of MeUndies is they're... They're, they got snowflakes on them, so it's kind of like a Christmas theme, and it's kind of goofy to wear them not around Christmas time, but... Why? What, who the fuck's looking in your underwear? Why are you, why are you like, not wearing them all the time? Well, because that would be disgusting to wear them all the time. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. I'm here to shower regularly. <laughs> I just wore them, like, maybe two You're days like, ago. Did you? It's not yeah. Christmas time, you weirdo. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> Listen... It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. If you're wearing comfortable underwear, it doesn't matter. Or this is just, not sponsored by MeUndies, by the not way. Not at all. Just don't wear underwear. For the Fuck three it. people that are going to hear this. I bet, like... I me, bet... Me, I bet you, and whoever, seven, me, I bet you the, and whoever we forced to make listen to this. Our best friends. Oh. oh. Well, shit. That, that goes back to the deprivation tank. Like, do you know how often I sit alone? How many people do you know have been in a deprivation tank now? Fucking none. Well, you're gonna know one. Yeah. Come Friday. But, like, I work by myself. I drive around all night long. I fucking... I don't But you're hang doing stuff. People. You're, you're doing things. You're... When you're driving, you're not just focused on your thoughts. I mean, you kinda... You kinda are. But you're... Half your brain there is focused on your ability to drive. No, you're right. I mean, I get it. But, like, even, like, when I'm here, like, a lot of times when I get home in the morning, I'll just sit down. You'll Nothing's see. on. I'm just sitting there and just chilling. Well, yeah. And then, like, that, then the brain starts working, right? And then, and, like, I've already had, like, some crazy thoughts while I was out working. So then I kind of sit there and I kind of, like, try to get back into those crazy thoughts or good thoughts. You know, whichever ones they are. And then, uh, that's, that's why I need that notebook. Because then, like, once they start flowing, but then your I, eyes are connected can... to your brain. So you sitting there... You're not sitting in complete darkness where, like... No. Like, I don't I know if you've... it's, like, bright, though. I'm not, like... I don't know if you've ever done it before, but, like, been in, like, a really dark room with your eyes open, and it's just, like, y- you almost start just, like, seeing things, seeing, like, like colors, kind of, that, that aren't even there. Eyes. What? I see that when I close my eyes. But, I mean, if you're in a dark <laughs> enough room, 
it won't matter if your eyes are open or closed because you're cut off well, from right, that right, visual right. No, that visual that. stimulant that is connected to your brain that will lead into different thoughts than if your mind literally has to just start coming up with, with shit right, right on the fly. No, no, no. I, like, but what I'm trying to say is like I'm getting a similar effect. I just, I just need the output. I need the outlet. I, I can't keep it. I can't harbor it. Because when I harbor things, they get different. Well. And then I don't remember them. It's like a dream. Like, I can have dreams, but I try not to remember them. Just because of how well that crazy they get. That and you smoking kind of limits your, your Dude, dreams. I smoke way too much before bedtime. I used to smoke... To make sure I don't dream. A lot. I used to smoke a lot of weed. And I haven't yeah. smoked for three plus weeks. It's been like three yeah, weeks and like two days. And, uh... Not me. My dreams have been very vivid. And some of them have been reoccurring. Which is definitely weird. Because Do I don't... deja vu? No. I, I, I haven't got deja vu. Um, I've, not yet, I can't say that, you know, that I, I don't. I don't even want to say deja vu, it's a dream that comes true, fuck it. It's just <laughs> something, that, I mean, yeah, it's just, but sometimes it's not even a dream, sometimes you don't remember that dream, it's just something that you feel like you've experienced it before. No. Well, your deja vus are totally different. No, my dreams are real. <laughs> I hope my dreams aren't real because that would include volcanoes not, and, not all of them. and grizzly bears See, yeah. coming through my window. Why would there be a grizzly bear in Godly? There's not going to be a grizzly. Like, well, I don't, thank God that dream ain't coming true. I'm not going to say all of my dreams are real, but I like I, a reason why I don't like dreams is because a lot of them are like things that might happen. I don't want to sit here and say like I'm a prophet or something. I just I have a bad fucking habit of making dreams reality. And it's probably me doing it because I've seen it and then I find myself in a similar situation and I just make what I already know happen because I already know. Yeah. So why not have that Kind of like some Final Destination shit. Sure. But we're, but we're, not, gonna, the one we're not trying to make it. me sound crazy here. <laughs> you are a little bit, Mr. Insane Eddie. Uh, but that, I mean, like, I don't want to... Like, but that's real. Like a lot of... I've, ha I've had a lot of dreams where I have found myself in a situation and that played out to where what I had seen already happened. Like I said, it's probably a lot of me making sure what I had already seen happened because of the brain, you know, how fucking crazy it can get. But, like, I've also had your crazy dreams where, like, I'm standing on top of volcanoes or, like, people are trying to shoot me and stuff. Like, that ain't never gonna happen. Like, I know that. I'm not crazy. I'm not unrealistic. I'm not gonna ever go to the top of a volcano. Unless I'm on the challenge. <laughs> well, I... My dream with the volcano, I was never on top of the volcano. It was like a resort that was at the base of it. And, uh... It, it didn't erupt, but it was like, uh... Like a premature eruption. Oh, it was grumbling like a geyser? <laughs> yeah, but, it, I mean, it was grumbling like, you know, a geyser, and it was still spewing out lava, but it didn't fully erupt. Like the... Poof. Well, isn't that like... I doubt... Like... I'm sure it'll send a massive cloud into the sky, but I doubt it's going to shoot lava and stuff. The lava's just going to come 
pouring out. All right, so I have a question for you. Great. All right, I'm, you know I'm running this 5K yeah. on Saturday. Fucking I'm nice. doing the tough pumpkin. Uh, I'm going to be carrying a 10-pound pumpkin. That's part of it? That, that's You get two medals. You get one for just finishing it and another one for your pumpkin intact at the end of the 5K. I uh, have trained once so far with a 7.5-pound weight, and it is definitely challenging. I, I definitely Dude, wanted I, to... Uh, what? Nothing. Go ahead. It, it's definitely going to be challenging because I'm that 7.5-pound weight, which, I mean, the pumpkins, they say vary anywhere from, like, a couple pounds to 10 pounds. I You know, it might weigh a little more than 10 pounds. But, um... It's uh, definitely going to be a challenge because, I mean, my when I trained, uh, it was a seven and a half pound weight, and y- you almost don't know what to do with that, like that weight that you're carrying. Normally, when you're running, you're using your arms, you're kind of throwing right, them to right, your right. side. So holding something now, you're running differently, mm-hmm. and you got and your arms get tired. So that's something I wanna I wanna try to do, like you were saying. Do a lot of backpack. <laughs> See, I was going to get a pillowcase and throw that motherfucker in a pillowcase and run around like Santa Claus. <laughs> a lot of weight on one shoulder, though. You got to switch. Switch sides. Well, yeah, but... I could... Be careful. I, I mean, I don't really know how the rules, if you're allowed to do that. Um, well, look them up, silly. See, I, there there isn't anything that says you can't do it, but I feel like that would be a rule that they would put in place when they see me doing it. Like, you can't do well, yeah, that. Yeah, but that's like Indiana has a rule that you can't tie your alligator to a fire hydrant. The first guy, the reason they made that law is there was a guy who did it. But the guy who did it was still able to do it while it was happening. Well, this is true. <laughs> so they can make that rule all day long. They can't enforce that rule until next time. <laughs> um, see, I'm not... I, I want to I wanna get a good time on this 5K, but I know it's going to be harder. something, dude, 40 minutes is a good time. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... That's an extra 10 minutes on your... And that's another good reason why uh, I lost, you know, losing those 40 pounds, it'll be like I gained 10 of that back. Right. God, imagine me. So, uh, my question, though, is uh, I hear a lot of people, like, Friday, like, I'm going to be doing that whole float tank thing to kind of get my body a little more relaxed and prepared for it, maybe ease up the the muscles. But uh, what about your takes on a a diet the night before a 5K? You think, like, a heavy pasta, like, a lot of carbs before the run? or (laughs) No, I think you're just going to make yourself fat. Isn't that what people do, though, for runs? Carbo-loading is what they call it. And but isn't that like they say to do that for like marathons and stuff? But it all depends on what your body's used to. Listen, because if you go off and you fucking shove all those carbs right down your face, and your body's not used to carbs, your body's not gonna react good. Well, I had so goulash eat... today, and that's carbs. I'm goddamn Italians. And okay, but maybe your body's okay with carbs. But I wouldn't say go and eat, eat like. A fucking giant bowl of spaghetti just because oh, you dude. think it's going to help you run tomorrow. I don't think it's going to help me run. I think it's going to give me energy that'll help me in the run. No. Maybe I just want Olive Garden, all right? This is not it's not sponsored Olive Garden. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want Olive Garden, go get Olive Garden. I'm not telling you not to eat the pasta. I'm just saying if your body's not used to it, it's going to react poorly because you're carbo-loading. 
Oh, man. Carbo load, like, what you're going to do, is, and that energy, I don't know why you would get that energy tomorrow instead of, like, later that night. Well, that doesn't make sense either. The race... Like, I know it turns into energy, and I know... The race is going to be at, uh, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but still, if you eat at 8 o'clock, even, the night before, like... (laughs) What is that going to do for you at 8 o'clock the next morning? 12 hours? Is that, like, have you looked up a digestive process here? Like, I... I don't think to do it. I think maybe a couple hours before the race you would get energy. That would make sense to me. But then again, I think just eating anything before, you know, a couple hours beforehand would give you the energy because you get energy from food. You you know, a funny thing about that, though, is uh, I remember just the other day about how you couldn't run because <laughs> you had ate, like, maybe a half hour, hour before we went on this run. And, and you oh, didn't wanna... I can't run. I'm too bloated. I still ran. You did. And but, you, yeah, I wanted to watch it. some first. I wanted to get that digestion. I'd like to point bit. out, though. And it wasn't an hour. It was, like, a half hour, that 40 minutes. All right, I did down. beat you by a nipple. You Okay, so you beat me by a nipple. That's all that matters. Because <coughs> you can and then you got also, some endurance. And then you also beat me in, in distance because you, went, backwards, the, you went to point two. He's back. Yeah, I did want to go to point two. Uh, it wasn't... All I did was just go down the street, made that turn yeah, up I until I got to point one. And then I was like, all right. Because we finished on like three miles exactly by the time we got to where we were finishing. Yeah. And I just went and ran you another point one. And then I turned around and came back just so I, I yeah, get that 5K in. Yeah, I was dead. Fuck I mean, that. I was dead too, and I'm still <laughs> dead, but here I am. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, what's your biggest thing you want to take out of doing podcasts? Like, like what do you, you want to, what do you see with this whole thing? See, I'm a big person on uh, do what you say. And I want, I want to know what I say on a lot of these things to make sure that I can follow through with that. I want to reach out to people if I can, to just let them know that things are possible, to let them know that life is worth more than just hanging out. Uh, you gotta, you gotta do things. You gotta experience things. I know I kind of resisted some, like even earlier on this podcast, like with the deprivation tanks, uh, I just don't feel like certain things are for me but uh, a lot of that like comes with learning who you are and I'm hoping to help people with that on this uh, this journey if you want to call it Um, I want to I just want to get the word out like like I said I want people to know that there's just more to it because you see a lot of people who are always like oh you know what am I going to do today? And then they don't ever, like, go and do something. They just, I'll they just talk. keep asking. I'll talk. What do you, like, and even if you don't have anybody to go do things, but it's just go and do them. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do it. We're, like, obviously, let's keep it within the guidelines of, you know, legality. Well, that's one of my biggest <laughs> things, too, with, like, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I find motivation in podcasts through idols that I uh, look up to 
to uh, people who are pure motivationalists. And me doing this, it feels like uh, I might reach people that might know me and might might connect in some way to and can help people through through their dark times. To go on that a little bit more, I think that us doing it, like, because uh, you said you listen to a lot of people, you get the motivation from them. Uh, what you didn't say is a lot of those people are, like, famous people. So, like, there's a lot of people who are listening to them, but there's a lot of people who listen to them and just go, there's yeah, lot- but you're famous. There's a lot of people who so don't I th- know them, too. Well, but I think with us doing it, we're not famous. We're, we're nobody. Not. I, I mean, obviously, I got the wrestling. Like, I, I, I would like I have to think that I'm a public figure. <laughs> I, I'm working I think, on it. There, I don't think Put there's any reason. yourself. I don't think there's any reason it. why we can't be. Uh, but what I, I'm not trying to, like, bury us. I'm just saying, with us being more average than the people that you're talking about that you gain the motivation from, I think it'll help reach other people who are in a position that we were in before we started. Because of us being so normal. Like, alright, Joe Rogan, Ray Lewis, uh, Jim Carrey has great motivational speeches, uh, C.T. Fletcher... Um, there's, there's so many guys who can, you know, talk and they, they can inspire people, but they're people that people know. Random people can know these people. Like people have heard of them at some point. A lot of people don't know who we are. So when they start to look into what we do and listen to us and like maybe follow us more because we're going to do the YouTube and we're going to have, you know, other things that show us doing the things that we're talking about, not just talking about it and how normal we are, I think it'll help other people. Because, like, look at me. When I started, I was over 300-something pounds. How many people... And an alcoholic. Oh, God, I was awful. (laughs) Into horrible habits. Uh, But, like, how many people are like that can listen to somebody who's an athletic freak or somebody who's a complete genius and go, yeah, I can do that. It's fucking, it's so hard. So hard. Like, me, I couldn't listen to any of that stuff. Because I was like, oh yeah, it's just easy for you guys. It's not, like, I literally had to lock myself in my shed before I was able to figure out that it wasn't easy for them either. No. But they they were willing to do it. Everybody comes from just, like, you know, a tough background. But that's something you gotta fight through. I think it's going to be easier, like, I think of us as a transition piece into those people. My, I, I, I don't think that we're not going to be them, but we're not now. See, my biggest thing, too... And I too, think we can help people become that with us. So I think we can get more people to go on this journey with us. See, me, uh, for me, too, uh, I'm, I'm a very uncomfortable person in, like, uh, large groups. When I'm in, like, a large group, it's it's hard for me to like communicate because I feel like there's so many people that are like all eyes on you, you know. And uh doing this podcast is kind of like me and you are sitting here and anybody who wants to listen and and just, you know, give us a try and figure out what we're about, who we are. I feel like it's uh it's better. It's more one-on-one 
Yeah, yeah. But even if we hit a large audience or a small audience, my whole thing is is I want to, you know, like I want to motivate people like I was motivated, even if it's through just like you said, normal people like us. There's people that are on the same level as us who are in the same spot as us or a little behind us, and uh, we can kind of help them get through their tough times. And seeing these people work harder makes me want it more. Because I think the more people getting better, uh, it's better for us as a whole. And just seeing that just motivates me. I just, I love it. Like, that's why I go running with you as often as I can. Because, like, I'm not, like, I love cardio, but I'm not, like, a runner. I'm not, I, I I got other things I can do. You're not a runner, but you're good at running. It sucks. <laughs> but, like, that's why I do it. Because seeing people motivated motivates me. And that that's a lot of what I want to get out of this. I want to help people. I didn't have a lot of help growing up. So I figure... Not a lot of people have a lot of help when they grow up. <coughs> Some people come from really broken backgrounds and they have to find themselves. Right. And they have to get through adversity and, and just fight through it. Yeah, I, see, I don't want to say I had it bad, because a lot of people had it worse than I did, but I know what struggle is. I know how it feels. I know how to get through it. Oh, well, I'm working on getting through it. It's reality, man. I don't want to take away from what anybody else has. I don't want to take away from what they've done or what they've been through. I just want to let everybody know that you can have more, and you can have whatever you want. Like I said, let's keep this within the realm of, le- realm of legality because I don't want to tell you go out and fucking have whatever you want if they get whatever you want killing and robbing motherfuckers. You do that, I don't like you, I don't want nothing to do with you. I ain't down with that shit. I don't like racism. Racism's coming back hard. Dude, it was just on the challenge. Uh, the... Uh, goofy show on MTV that's definitely not a sponsor. Uh, this one girl was on there talking about this one dude being like talking about his skin, skin color and stuff, like using that as an insult. She didn't use any of the derogatory words, but she still used his color as an insult. And uh, it, like the whole, like everybody on there was completely disgusted with her. Like the they they made her leave the house. Well, for good. doing that, like. I think she got to come back, like, the next day when she was not drunk or whatever, but they made her leave. Like, they were like, you gotta go. The producers and shit put her ass in a car and made her leave. Um, so, like, if it's anything silly like that, like, I don't want you walking through the streets with these fucking torches. (laughs) But anything within the realm of legality, anything that causes you to become better, anything that makes the world a better place, like, I believe in unity, I believe that we can all be better, uh, we all have different forms of better, so, like, you were talking about earlier with the people in the video games, like, I don't want, I don't want to shun those people, I don't want to, like, knock those people down, like, I get into video games, I get into watching TV shows, I'll binge watch the shit out of a series, like, I get it, we all have, like, I'm a very gluttonous person, we all have our addictions, we all have our things that we fall into, so, Whatever we can do to make ourselves better at whatever we can progress in our own lives, I think is what we need to do. Like, think about it. There's people who make money making video games. There's people who make money, like, There's people who make money playing video games. Well, right. 
so, that broadcast to other people. Well, right. So I was like, you don't want to like be like, oh, don't play video games. Go out and run. Like, if you're really good at video games, man, whatever you fuck on it. Whatever your pa- <laughs> whatever your passion is, get follow it. it. But and I don't want put in one hundred and ten percent. I don't want to you to passions. sit at home and play video games and become a fucking risk for heart failure either. If well, that's no. a problem, then we need to get you out of the house. All right, them shooting games you're playing, we can go ahead and give you a stick. You can act like we're the army out in the woods. I'll go with you. Don't worry, we'll look dumb together. <laughs> and that's legit too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll play army as long as it gets people out of the house, gets people being healthy, and gets people having passion. That's what we're all about around here. So, uh, yeah, that about, uh, probably wraps up this episode oh, of our... Oh, it was wrapped up a while ago. We just kept going. First podcast here. Uh, if you want to know anything else about us, uh, you could check out our YouTube wrestling page. It's, uh, Northern Lights Wrestling. Uh, just search YouTube and you can, uh, watch our matches. Watch what we've built so far as, so far as an empire. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram... My Instagram is Simul, S-I-M-O-O-L-87. You could also follow me on Snapchat, get a, a view of my everyday life, uh, what I do, uh, kind of a little bit about me more. Also with uh, Northern Lights Wrestling, we got shows coming up. We have September 23rd, October 28th, November 11th, and December 16th to close out the year. We will have more to be announced. Uh, that's actually a special announcement because I don't tell anybody about the dates. Uh, these next few shows, we will have Marche, Vic Capri, Marche Rocket, uh, TNA Superstar, Vic Capri, a local legend around the Midwest here, uh, Rough Crossing, who just returned. He took some time off. Uh, he recently had a kid. He had you know a little bit of recovering to do. We all do after so many years of this stuff. So follow Northern Lights Wrestling. We got a Facebook. We uh, follow me, Elite EJ Jensen, just EJ Jensen on Facebook. Um, we, that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. We're out of dates. We're out of uh, announcements. Well, um, I'd like to touch a little bit more uh, in the last couple minutes here about. Um, why don't you let them know? Kind of a little bit into the October show, because that's going to be kind of a little bit special, it being October, what, 28th? October 28th, and then so we got the be a little bit before November Halloween. Show. It's going to be a little bit before Halloween. We're going to have where, you know, kids love dressing up for ho- for that show. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. We got definitely. A, little con- uh, a little costume contest. We'll a costume contest for, ho- for the Halloween show, but the other special thing we're doing, uh, so October 28th is going to be really big. We got... Uh, we got some big names coming in. We are going to have the costumes contest for all the kids. And then we're also seeing as how November 11th is only two weeks away. We're going to have a big, big special. Anyone in attendance on October 28th will have the opportunity to purchase a ticket on November 11th. For only $5. Well, they'll be able to purchase it on October 28th. Well, yeah, but it'll be for November 11th. For November 11th. Only for those in attendance, October 28th, do you have the opportunity. We'll probably start the sales right around uh, I mean, intermission. And that's 15 bucks for two shows. You really can't beat that. Right. 
<laughs> half price for the November 11th show since it's two weeks away. We uh, we couldn't have made it this far without the fans, and we want to do whatever we can to try and help make this easier and more fun for everybody else. All right, well, I think that's a wrap, sir. You got a little bit of a drink left. Uh, well, cheers to this very first cheers podcast. Out, man. Thank cheers you. Cheers to all our listeners. Salanche. Well then, could have been too bad, right?